Good day, people. Can you see me? Ah, there we are. There, there we, are. we go. There we go. Hi, people. Welcome to episode number three of Down to the Core podcast with me, Amit, and our friend Baz. Uh, me, me, Amit. Me Amit and Baz. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so let's try again. Me, Baz. Amit's on his way in. Yeah. And today we have our guest, Jesse Ball. Um, we're on episode number three. And remember, guys, you can catch up with these episodes on um, Spotify, uh, iTunes, and you can also catch our episodes on uh, YouTube. Is that right? And Apple as and well. Apple. And yeah. Apple as well. So visuals on YouTube, everything else, audio. Um, as John said, Amit's on his way. So Amit will sneak in in a bit uh, for those that are watching on YouTube um, and you'll hear him on all other podcast platforms. So, yeah, let's get started. Okay, so here we have a, a friend of mine, uh, eagerly awaited. Uh, we've got <laughs> Jesse Wall. Um, right, I've known Jess for a, a few... Oh, of, got this, it's um, been quite a while, hasn't yeah, it? It's yeah, been yeah. quite a few years, maybe. It, it probably is about, I'd say, maybe six years, maybe longer. It's probably yeah. a bit longer than yeah, that, probably, Yeah, but, yeah. A bit before, before, yeah. The, before the competing started. That's it, so, before the competing days, yeah. So, like, um, yeah, I've, so I've known just like, obviously, from, like, the gym circuit. We could we come from a small town. Uh, a lot of us, we all switch from one mm -hmm. gym to the next. And, like, <laughs> and so, like, uh, we always end up bumping into each other. Yeah. Um, I've recently seen you make a transition mm -hmm. from just, like, being in the gym to... Uh, jumping on stage mm -hmm. and doing coaching and mm -hmm. everything else. So yeah. rather than me try and like tell yeah. tell everybody all sure. about it, how about if you try and yeah. if you tell us like a little bit about what you yeah. what you've been doing. Sure. So I um started training when I first met you. Really didn't I at the first yeah. gym we ever went to, um and I just kind of got into fitness. Just oh, to, I think most women do, don't they? They might go into the gym to kind of shape up or lose a little bit of weight or whatever the goal is. I think people just get into the gym for whatever reason that's personal to them, isn't it? Yeah. So I started training um, and I kind of just learned everything myself, watching YouTube or watching people in the gym, like looking at a girl thinking, oh, that's good, I'll do that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, you just copy, copy workouts and that's all I did. And I just started copying, you know, random people on Instagram. And I thought, yeah, I'll give that a go. And then I started to just build up kind of a passion for, fitness exactly. so i started training didn't take it too seriously but i was serious enough to be consistent with it if that makes sense mm -hmm. and then we went into lockdown and i was like right what am i going to do i've got no equipment <laughs> i've got nothing so i had like a little bench made for me like a wooden bench mm -hmm. had a squat rack made for me i got some plates i got some weights and i got my own little setup at home and all i did throughout the whole lockdown was train um wow. outside even when it was snowing when it was snowing outside i was still training i don't know i was doing like dumbbell chest press <laughs> yeah, on the bench yeah. outside when the snow was like dropping on my face <laughs> or but i just really was consistent with it through the lockdown and actually i made a decent amount of progress without even being in the gym kind of thing so when the gyms reopened i thought you know what i might i might give this a bit more effort a bit more time so i yeah. started training in more of a bodybuilding style where i didn't have a coach or anything i was just trying to see what method kind of worked for me really so i started training oh at west brown foundry yeah, started yeah. training there and then i've been at foundry wolverhampton and as you said because we're in such a small town hmm. you end up flicking between yeah all the different gyms and then i got my coach it's been about two years 18 months two years since i got my coach and i was like right i want to give this competing a go yeah so we did like a little diet just to see kind of what category i might fit into and what i kind of looked like what i needed to improve and then we spent a bit of time bulking up as you say um yeah. so we did that and then he was like right we're ready to start prep and then i started and then 
the rest is as it goes wow. really so yeah wow Nah, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know what? Because I love like hearing like your story. Because I think like even when you're talking about the lockdown stuff, um, a lot of us like who spent like who spend like a lot of time in the gym, mm-hmm. uh, we do it there like for our own like kind of sanity, sure. yeah. our own kind of sanity. Mm-hmm. I remember like um, suffering like a little bit through like the lockdown and, and, and watching people trying to sell dumbbells for like three hundred pounds <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and looking at yeah. ben- looking at like Argos benches for like <laughs> now people oh just give me like just give us 600 quid and you'll be kind like of a, thing yeah you and can have so, a whole setup for like four thousand like, okay yeah, yeah. Sure. And yeah. I, I do remember seeing like obviously on your page yeah. um on, on the page i see quite regular yeah, so i remember like seeing like, i remember seeing like the wooden setups yeah. and, it was an old school setup yeah bench mm. dumbbell squat rack plates and that was it and that's all i did that's all yeah. i did but i i only realized how much the gym was actually maybe more so for your mind yeah more yeah. than i'm not saying more than physically because obviously we do it for physical and mental mm-hmm. but i think for me it was more of a a mindset kind of helping with your mental health really just going yeah. to a place where you can just focus on something that's specifically for you mm-hmm. yeah. and just for that hour or that that two hours that you're in there you're working on just yourself yeah. and then you can walk out of the gym knowing you know what i've just dedicated two, two hours of my day to, to better me so i think that was something that got me going in the lockdown just to keep my mind going because obviously we had nothing to do well yeah i wasn't working because all the gyms were shut so and i worked at a gym in the times at the time so i was just thinking right i'm gonna have to just train yeah train train." and it did help mentally even though you still had your struggles and stuff in the lockdown it still still helped so just kept you you ticking along really didn't it as more so it's kind of you know and then helping and supporting you and like i say i've well, we've we just spoke just before the podcast, yeah. and we were kind of like, "Oh, I know you." Yeah. Uh, other than obviously doing my research, because obviously sure. uh, John got wanted you on on the podcast, yeah. and he says, "Like, guys, this is Jess. Look at look at a page. Yeah, yeah. Look a bit more about yeah. us, which I did, mm-hmm. and I've got all questions I want to ask you." Oh, sure. And uh, yeah, so um, we said that we might have seen each other in exercise for less. Yeah, uh, in Bright, it. when it yeah, was, I thought it, I definitely recognised you. What it was because that was my first gym. Yeah. And I actually joined it on accident. I don't know how you joined no gym. <laughs> I joined it on accident. There's a gym, you know, the Thorns Road. Yeah, yeah. Where the park is. Yes, yeah, yeah. There, there was a gym. It's not there anymore. But it yeah, was you like have a pool. Little... Did you have a pool back? Yes, it you did, yeah. did. Yeah, that's the and one. I was meant to join that gym. Yeah. And I thought it was called Exercise for Less. So I've gone mm. online, no joined, and I turned up there. <laughs> it was. The, the name changed over. It was close oh. to that name. Ah, yeah, it, was. Okay. <laughs> it was something. Yeah. And I turned up and I was like, right, okay, I've just signed up. Yeah. like, there's, your name's not coming up like are you sure showed them the thing they were like no i think you've joined the wrong gym realized i joined exercise for less, but you know no what? way i'll go and give it a whirl and it was actually okay wasn't it yeah it was actually, it was actually a good little a good yeah. little gym so that was my first gym and that's how I that's how we were like, kind of met you and yeah. then i saw you here today and i thought mm. yeah that's yeah. why yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I even yeah. when i saw you on, the, on your profile and stuff yeah. um i kind of thought i, I can where have i seen her before yeah but um but obviously then and to to obviously now and seeing what i saw on social media you've done some amazing stuff mm-hmm. in terms of transformation and yeah. your physique and how mm-hmm. how you portray yourself yeah. i think it's really inspiring for not just women but for men as well yeah. you know it's a, i think it's a great thing but my first mm-hmm. question for you is um you're an online coach as well yeah so um are we i kind of introduced myself a little bit before we started and um and i'm because i'm mostly face to face my mm-hmm. work is through therapy and through um yeah what was uh your what did you what was the transitioning like to really be online and being a coach what were the struggles uh how was it for you to yeah, do that i think 
what I found is typically I work with females. That's mm. that's just how well the type of people that I attract to work with me. Mm. So I find that the women that I tend to work with want to be face to face with you in the mm. gym for that for that comfortability element. You know, yeah. they want somebody with them in the gym, not just to show them what to do and help them transform, but actually to have somebody there just to be familiar with the setting to help them yeah. feel comfortable, mm -hmm. help them fit into the gym. So from going to that to online, you obviously don't get that because yeah. you're kind of you're letting them just do what you're telling them to do, but you don't have that that face-to-face -face interaction. But again, when we went into the lockdown, face-to-face -face interaction wasn't a thing. So you had yeah. no choice to try and transition things online. Mm. You didn't really have a choice because you couldn't do the face-to-face. -face, so you had to find another method. So I think the struggle for me is I really enjoy face-to-face -face interaction as well. Yeah. So when I was trying to coach my clients that I've worked with face-to-face -face online, I found it hard because I'd, I'd want to see them and I'd want to physically be there to say, you know, we're we doing this exercise today or just having that general chat and i think you can yeah. get you can get more out of people sometimes face to face when you're actually physically seeing them so i did find that hard but then when you're working with beginners i do think the face to face interaction is better to i agree extent. yeah yeah i agree too um, I agree. because if you've got a beginner and you're sending them a training plan and a nutrition plan they're going to look at that and think what the hell? i don't know what this means <laughs> yeah. i don't like know what to do with this mm. and then their progress isn't going to be what it could be because they don't actually understand what's written down mm -hmm. on paper. So I think that was my struggle because I do work with beginners or females that are at the start of the journey once where I was essentially. Yeah. And I know that I would have benefited from face-to-face -face interaction rather than kind of the online. So I think that's the main struggle really, just that transition to face-to-face -face service to an online service. Yeah. But when you've worked with people long enough, you can actually get, really good results with them online because you can actually mm. say you know what you can do this on your own now and you yeah. do have to move back sometimes don't you yeah. yeah you have to say to your client you know what you can actually do this without me standing with you in the gym saying you know do this do this you have to be able to do it yourself at some point because you're not going to be so coached true. for life are you yeah so um so you kind of have to just step back and let them do it and i've had some great results online so i think yeah that's an amazing thing you just said then about um about allowing them to go, no, you can do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. But there's there's going to be, whether it's personal trainers or anything in any business, whether it's a, a, mass, uh, a sports massage person, yeah. all that kind of stuff, they bank they bank on that regular income to, you know, does yeah. that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, they, you know, you've got to come every week. Yeah. And realistically, no, you don't have to come every no. week. No, I always say so, this to my clients. I always say, like, I don't want you, if I'm doing face-to-face -face BT, I'll say, I, I, I don't really want you with me forever. Yeah, exactly. Because I want you to be able to do it by yourself. If you want to keep coming to me because you love working with me, then sure. Yeah. But I would eventually want you to at least be able to go to the gym on your own and maybe work with me as well. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying I don't want to see you. Like, I don't want to you know what see you. you. Yeah, yeah sure. What you said there yeah. was like, uh, I do job with some of my clients and like obviously some of the ones I PT. And I say to them, say, listen, I say, have you ever seen this film Nanny McPhee? And they're like, yeah. I said, well, there's a. She's got a saying. She said, well, when you want me, um, is, is yeah. She, when, I haven't seen it. Now. No, have you ever seen it? Yeah, I have. When you want me, uh, or when you, or, or, yeah. or when you don't need me, I won't be. Something, something, like something that, based yeah. on that. But yeah. I always say to them, like, listen, I don't want to be that person to be. It's great, yeah. I get paid from what you do, but like ultimately, I want to see you run on your own. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's um, the goal. It's just like it's almost like having like a, like bringing up a child. So yeah. I haven't got any kids, but I yeah. bring up a child. You say. Right, so I'm going to help you here, mm -hmm. and then now I want you just to go on your own. You have to, because otherwise people become reliant Re on you. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's why some coaches 
if you're doing it for financial, we all do it for financial reasons because obviously if you're making a living out of it, that's the goal, isn't it? But yeah. I think you have to look at the client and eventually they want to live a lifestyle that they can sustain on their own. So you're essentially giving them the tools they need to succeed, aren't yes, you? Definitely. You're just giving them the tools, you're just giving them the knowledge and that's not you saying, I'm, I'm not going to help you ever again. It's just yeah. you You have to give them the tools they need um, to I think that's, totally I think that's a difference between like a, a like a I think a good like person trainer, someone like who's gonna gonna um obviously just obviously implement like obviously what they have and being able to say to them like well you know what this is what I'm training you for I'm training for you to be better than yourself but mm -hmm. also to be strong within yourself so yeah. you can do this on your own and I do feel like a lot of the time like um they're not just you, you'll have like deep conversations with mm -hmm. like some of your clients yeah. and some of the yeah. things that like my, some of my clients have t ever will tell me is nothing to do with the gym oh, yeah. at yeah. all and yeah. sometimes I leave them like wow, <laughs> um, I only, was only meant to be doing legs today yeah. like no <laughs> yeah. no like you've just yeah. like blowing my brain I always okay. say that to my clients so like, even if they end up listening to this I'll, I'll get them to listen to this yeah um, we talk about anything it yeah. can just be anything and i think that's the difference between a good coach that's interested in the person yeah and a coach that's actually not such a good coach because they're not investing in the person because you have to invest in the person yes and sometimes that person might be coming to you for an hour of their day but that might be the hour of their day that they look forward to the most yeah. and they might talk to you about i don't know relationships work what they're doing on the weekend yeah. their and struggles and their struggles their battles mm. all these things and that might not necessarily be to do with the gym but you're still getting that interaction with them and then it's like you're, you're working with them it's a partnership isn't it it's not for like sure. a you know so it's it's that really for sure i mean it's uh just it'll be in just a second yeah. um so yeah and that and that's the thing and i think um we i've had uh um, everyone has it on different levels every coach and that's the difference between a coach and a personal trainer sure. you coach their all-round yeah. game it's not just i'm going to get them to their physique exactly. um yeah. and i've had i've had a client you know that's come to me and and walk through the door and they're crying because i've just had a really bad day yeah. i've sat in the car with yeah. them and just for an hour for yeah. their session just yeah. to talk to them sure. um but Sorry, John. You were... No, no, no. I was, I was saying, like, I, I agree with you. I'm, I've been in exactly the same place. The other thing I was going to do, introduce our, yeah. our man. So here we have yes. Amit. Hello. Nice to meet you. Amit, <laughs> Jess, <laughs> Jess, Amit. Have you? We were just yeah, like, yeah. I've just said that to you, haven't yeah. I? Yeah, so, yeah. No, we definitely know each other. And now I'm looking at you thinking, yeah, I definitely recognize yeah, you. Yeah. That's, just, that's just our area, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah small. we're in the small. We're small. You do, yeah. It's probably from the same gym, though, right? Yeah, yeah. but it could be, could yeah, be knocking. Is it? You know, um, in Dublin. Flips. Flips. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's what I'm trying to know. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to know. Yeah. So good to see you, Amit. Good, good to see you. Good to see you. But um, but yeah, should we? We'll carry yeah. on. We'll carry on. So, like, my next question is, Jess, because, like I say, um, I know you've you've made this transition from just like general gym training, um, obviously working out at home to getting a coach and then now competing. Um, you do um figure. Um, yeah. So you're a figure competitor. Yeah. Um, obviously, me and Amit, we've competed for not in figure. That's where Amit's been. Yeah. Yeah. His heels look way better. Yeah. Than I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Um, but do you, I've, one thing I've never known is the difference between like a figure, tone, physique, and mm. there's about is about three different. Is about say two or three different categories. Well, there's I think there's more than that. So like you've got. Obviously, you've kind of got three. It depends on the federation, essentially, that you go through. Mm. But you've got like your bikini categories, um, 
you've got your figure categories then obviously you've got your wellness classes yeah. so they're kind of the three or and women's physique i think as well yeah um but i compete with pci and i think i will continue to compete with pci for as long as i decide to compete really so yeah. they have a variety of different categories whether it's like junior bikini bikini yeah um train bikini then you've got tone figure and then you've got athletic figure then you've got train figure and then you've got wellness see why I get so i think figure um is all about your x frame so yeah. it's about having like you know a good top line so your shoulders and you've got like a small waist and you've got well-rounded glutes and legs and then like with your bikini classes it's all about like your delts again small waist glutes and i guess bikini and wellness are similar um because you could, i guess you could progress through bikini to wellness yeah but wellness is just like a next level size legs isn't it like you see some of the wellness girls and i'm like jesus mm. your legs are huge so i guess that's the difference but with figure in pca you've got toned athletic and trained yeah so toned is essentially like um i would say like a softer look um but actually it's getting a harder look as time passes on if that makes sense so if you look back at what toned figure was say five years ago mm -hmm. it probably was actually very toned, toned yeah whereas now it's not it's not quite so toned it, it it progresses year on year as in the standard will get higher and then athletic essentially you've got more muscle mass and you'll come in even leaner and then trained you've got more muscle mass and then you'll probably come in e even leaner so I'm, I'm, if that makes sense uh, you know what that's very interesting because i say like i've never really known i think i've, I've I think when you're doing what you'll do, what you obviously whatever like uh, category, and you yeah. pretty much concentrate on that category. Sure. You'll look over here and look over there, like here yeah. and there. Tell, uh, but you, it's like it, that's obviously that's that's not like it's not, uh, really not our lane. Is it? Yeah. So obviously, like mine and Amit's lane, we've got like obviously uh, we do um, men physique. Yeah. But what what you're talking about there now, and like I've spoken to other guys like who are bodybuilders, mm -hmm. you've seen the change over the years. So it's not as it's Amazing. as it started out to be no, 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 no. because originally. Um, you'd agree like i mean like a uh, men's physique was just like um the beach look to the point sure. now obviously wow. up to now Jesus. like the guys are like actually because like, when i first got into it like <laughs> i got accused of being like a, a bodybuilder in the pair of shorts i'm like no i'm not no, really no, no. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I look quite big and i, yeah. I was told like you're too big and then and then like obviously then it kind of it changed again then they bring they want you to bring it down so because like you're still very early mm, in in your yeah. in your game, it's, it's it's good to see that you've you've, you've noticed obviously yeah. the change and different. I think I think something that was important to me was actually understanding bodybuilding before I decided to do bodybuilding. Because yeah. I think now you've got everybody wanting to do it just because you see on Instagram, oh that girl looked great. I think I can do that, and yeah. I'm not saying that people can't do it because people can do anything that they decide to do. But I think you've got to have some kind of awareness or at least passion yeah. for it before you even decide to go into it because otherwise what what's the point if you don't if you don't love it i always say if you don't love it what's the point yeah. it's so true yes it's, it's pointless like you're not going to go through a 20-week prep if you don't enjoy it mm. and don't get me wrong it, it's hard work like it's yeah. not the it's probably one of the hardest things it is the hardest thing i've ever done actually mm. but i loved it even the days where i'd be on the leg press in the gym and i would cry because it was that hard wow. yeah. but i still loved it yeah. so due to still, energy levels sure yeah, yeah. yeah and like emotions and just mm. all sorts of things but i look back and think that was actually one of the best times of my life so wow. i think yeah i think but it, as you said it does it changes with the times doesn't it and i guess like as times go on the look the look does change and i think people might decide to use assistance earlier on in their journeys mm. uh, whereas people would might decided in the past to use it 
later on and all these things. I think there's a lot of factors that can affect the the standard, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, this is yeah. this is all new to me. Like you've all competed except me, so that's yeah. that's the only part of my game that I don't really yeah. know much about. Yeah. So I'm learning yeah. with yeah. you guys talking. Mm -hmm. So, but I want to ask you, um, yeah. what or who has been your inspiration, whether it's in competitive or even in your personal yeah. life? Um, I think my parents really in my personal life because they've always raised me to do something that I love. And it doesn't matter what it is, just do something that you love because ultimately if you love it, you're always going to follow through with it. So I think my parents yeah. just raised me to always be that way. So even though they don't directly inspire my bodybuilding because they're not bodybuilders, but they inspire me to be the best I can be. So I think yeah. a lot of that came from like my upbringing and my parents and my influence around my family um, just to be to be the best I can be, really. Yeah. But in terms of um, bodybuilding, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I really get inspired like there's not anyone at the top of my head that i think um you know that that person there inspired me to do bodybuilding because i think mm. i i i inspired myself to do bodybuilding I like that. I'm, 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 you know what yeah, yeah. Oh, I, don't know. I love no that's a good way yeah. of looking at it i love the fact that you said that because like um I was asked before, like, oh, well, who, who's your heroes? I'm like, I haven't really got any. No, like, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I appreciate what people absolutely. do. I was just about and to say I appreciate that, what yeah. they do. I appreciate where people have got to, but, mm. like, they are not me. Absolutely. I am not them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's like, some people don't realise like, how how hard, obviously, obviously, the prep is and to get to get onto stage, absolutely. how much you've actually done. No. So to be yeah. able to look at yourself in the mirror and go, you know what, yeah, you're all right, you are. Yeah, and, like, I did that. And, I achieved that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I and, think that's what it is. I look at figure athletes in the pro leagues and i think you are absolutely crazy like mm. you're crazy yeah and i love your physique and i would love to be you or look like you yeah not be you but look like you and mm. i look at athletes all the time you know when you're scrolling through Instagram, you think geez she's one more like you know something yeah. like that yeah and yeah. i have an appreciation as you said to all athletes and i think you look great but i think i inspired my own self to do it if that makes sense yeah. so there wasn't anybody direct that inspired me to do it it was just my own personal i want to do this so i'm gonna inspire myself to do it i just i want to spin off on that uh this is just for for me because i know people who have been on the competitive yeah. stage and it's for all of you to answer as well mm -hmm. what do you think people fail after the like don't want to do it again after the first time do you think it's because what you say is that if you love it you'll continue to do it do you think, they, think do, they're just doing it for just give it a try or what do you what do you think it could be i think people People might just decide to do it because they want to give it one shot and think, yeah. you know what, I want to give this competing thing a go. I want to do it once and I don't want to do it again. And you know what? Fair enough. If that's your reason for it, then it is what it is. But I think once you've done it once, there's a lot of there's a lot of things, especially as a female athlete, that people don't realise that you go through. So like coming off my um finishing my prep, I had to get myself back to a normal-ish shape. Mm. Yeah. So weight gain hormonal changes oh. um even things like my skin went to absolute shit mm. my moods were into absolute shit i was gaining weight i was waning i was wearing in the gym like clothes that would cover my whole body because i was dealing with wow i've gone from being this ripped tiny person to bigger yeah and you can't I couldn't deal with it actually to start with. I couldn't wow. deal with it. I couldn't yeah. deal with it. So in my head, I'm Powerful. thinking, I am never going to do that again if this is what I have to go through. And when you come through the other side, as I, I nearly have now, I would say, 
you get used to it but mm. that could be why people decide not to do it again because i don't want to go through that mental battle is, is, there, is there a warning is there a warning for that before you even start or well, no? There's nothing no, like that. No, no, no nobody tells you no. nobody tells you you know what yes like because uh, that was actually one of my questions again but and no 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 not that bitch is what she said right, like, right. Makes sense. <laughs> but like when i first jumped on when i first started doing it, it's like um my head was already in like a certain place anyway but what you said like no one kind of no one warned you about the the, the end the end part of it because like in, because i think you two can agree with this from the second you start prepping how many day how many times a week are you in the mirror how many so i i had to try and cut mine down to about say <laughs> wow. about say i had to cut mine down to about say try and do that say three times and i tell you where the other time during my working day the other time was when i used to go to like i used to work deliver cars i'd go like to a dealership and like i'll be having a look quick check having a quick yeah. check yep. no way I'd, and yeah. sometimes i'd be driving I, I remember like driving for ages and i'd be doing this going yeah squeeze oh. squeezing yeah, yeah, doing yeah. this this yeah. is just normal that's and crazy. and every other turn that you do, everything you do, you're always kind of angling yourself and feeling bits all, all, all the time. Yeah. First thing in the morning, scales, mirror. During the day, you're eating, and 12, 1 o'clock, you're checking again. Yeah, sure. And you do it so much that, like, and you do it over so much. You'd agree with this. You do it over like a over a space of becomes becomes a norm, and then it's a hard place to be. It, it becomes like such of the norm, and then you don't realize like how kind of ripped and shredded you're looking because you look so much. It's mm. like and imposter syndrome. It is. It very much is, and then wow. and then you look about say. Obviously, coming towards time of the show, and you're still not pleased with it. Even oh, though no! Everyone's no going, way! Nah, and everyone... I, so you, I remember so yeah. you two being on stage, yeah. or you three being on stage. Yeah. Sorry, um, you've never been 100 happy when you got on there. Would you say you'd be happy, but not? Would there still be that kind of? I remember niggles. I remember and... two days before my first competition. I was like to my coach, "I can't do this. I was like, oh, can wow. I do it? I was like, I'm not even ready." Mm. I would sit down and I'd be like, oh God, there's a bit of, a bit of something. Yep. And mm. it is just skin. It's, yeah. actually, it's actually skin. <laughs> it is not fat. It's yeah. skin. And right. I was like, I can't do it. He was like, Jess, you're inside out. You're peeled. You're fine. Like, yeah. you are ready. I wouldn't put you there if you weren't ready. But you get so used to seeing yourself in that body. You can't see it for what it is. Wow. You can't actually see your shape for what it actually is. You only then realize when you come out of it, geez, I was actually ready. Yep. <laughs> and I think that's what makes you a good bodybuilder, though, because if you're never satisfied, you won't you yeah. won't stop working because you'll always that's, work because yeah, yeah, you, you're yeah. never satisfied, are you? That's very true. But the very latter true. part of the end of competing, my coach did actually warn me and he did plant the seed in my head oh, that gosh. this is going to be hard. Yeah. And he said, don't the thing that he said that stuck with me was when you finish your prep, that's not the end of the prep. Mm. The end of the prep is six to eight weeks after that. Yep. Yeah which is like your post-show period because you people think right i finished competing you're going to go out every single day now and eat burgers for six weeks yeah you're absolutely not you have to probably have a couple days relaxed straight back to plan because mm. otherwise you will end up being bigger than you started your journey is wow. well, I, I can admit to this my first after some of my first prep i was afraid of food i was scared of certain foods because like i was yeah. it's like i want it so much and like obviously everyone's like what's your, what's your meal you're gonna have but like i'm like you don't want it to go because you still after the competition you're still looking at it you're going and, and you still so the next couple of days after is checking see if it's still there yeah it's still there i bet this food is still there yeah and then it's like oh can i eat that oh, and it's like after i was like 
you know what? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna eat this, and then it all starts going in. Yeah. And then you blink. And it's like, mm. oh. Yeah. I think what I had to realize was, it's gonna go. Yeah. And it has to go. Yeah. Especially for, from a female's health point of view, if I'd have stayed like that. I would never have regained my period. Mm. I would never have regained normal hormones. Mm. Your body doesn't function as a female like that. And I think that's something that people don't realize that women have to go through as yeah. an athlete. Like you're in a state where you're not functioning as a, as a female should. Yeah. So the weight gain has to happen. And that's something that allowed me to step away from the competing for that period of time and just think about your health. Because if you don't think about your health, you're never going to be able to compete again because your health mm. has to be at the top. Right. And that was what I thought to myself. I said, look, and what? I haven't got abs anymore. But when I was sitting on my bum at home, it was hurting me because I haven't got nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. people would laugh at me when I said that. And I was yeah, like, no, like, it's I'm not just, a joke. Like, yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it's funny to say, but I would sit on my sofa on two cushions wow. because the bones on my bum really? <laughs> were hurting no me. Yeah. And when I was driving, I'd have a cushion underneath me. Mm -hmm. and all sorts of stuff and, and people just think it's getting shredded it's not there's so much stuff that goes into it that people don't see wow. and now i can sit down and i'm like oh it doesn't hurt anymore <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah there's a lot of stuff that yeah you have to consider but um yeah i love listening to this from like a female perspective because i say like, I, 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 can t I can speak to guys and like they can work yeah. on it but like um mm -hmm. yeah it's it's easy to obviously not easy i can see now that like you go for a hell of a lot more people never realize what you go through and like life happens as well mm. we're not pros well i'm not so you are but i'm not <laughs> like i um yeah you are i'm not but um you don't realize that you still have to work a nine till five or whatever you do mm. you still have to live your life and bodybuild as well yeah. so you you're prepping but you have to deal with what life throws at you as well yeah so you, you're fighting battles all the way through and people just think yeah she's just doing a cardio or she's just training but what they don't know is like you was at home two hours ago crying about something or yeah. you was upset about this or something happened and you have to you have to still do it no matter what you go through but i think people just people are just quick to say she's gone from this to this she, she she achieved yeah. this she won this or she came second in the this, social media in this. Yeah. yeah yeah and they don't realize the journey and it's only actually probably the people that see you day to day like your close people that actually know what you went through as well so can i have a spin-off on what sure. you just said because yeah. going on to my next question yeah, yeah. is uh what have been your kind of mental health struggles mm -hmm. yeah. in and out well we've kind of spoke touched on the yeah, sure. stuff and the hardest yeah. stuff but for listeners that don't follow you mm -hmm. um uh, I'm sure we'll will do after this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but for any woman or man, mm -hmm. uh, in terms of what have been your struggles, past, present, yeah, sure. What have they been? I still do, but not as bad now. Really suffer with like anxiety and anxiousness, and I think it comes from putting pressure on yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think if you put that much pressure on yourself, it's natural to get anxious. And I think there's a stigma that you shouldn't have. You shouldn't be anxious, you shouldn't be depressed, you shouldn't be upset, but actually they're all valid feelings, like yeah. yep. and you're allowed to feel that way. And I think my anxieties just came from wanting to have something that I haven't got yet. Yeah. So it's that anxiety around I'm not there yet. Why? Why mm. am I there yet? And it's that constant pressure that you put on yourself. So I think that was something that I'd struggled with. And I think body image is something that I also really struggled with. Not so much before competing because i was able to maintain just a healthy shape 
Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you're fine. I ain't got to worry about that. As soon as I jumped into competing, that's when body image issues started. Mm. Because you, as you said, you go from being this version of yourself and then you go to being as I am now. And because in your head you're comparing yourself, you're constantly comparing yourself. And that's not good for your mental health because yeah, no, no. comparison is just, it's a pointless exercise. Yeah. Because it's not valid to compare yourself to that because that's not my goal right now my goal right now is to grow muscle and be healthy so why am i going to compare myself to the unhealthiest look that you could be basically yeah so i think they're they're my main ones is struggling with like your body image and as i said when i finish competing people people that go to the gym that, that may listen to this will know i'll be in the gym i'll take my top off that top back on jumper back on top right. off and i am constantly top on top off top on and people will think why is this girl getting changed and unchanged several times? But it's that body image because you look yeah. in the mirror and you think, last time I looked in the mirror when I was competing, I had veins in my arms. Yeah. Like I had I had three lines in my shoulders or, you know, I could I could see teardrops in my, my quads and stuff like yeah. that. Now you look and you think, mm, that's not there anymore. And it really does have that huge impact on you on your mental health because you you're not feeling satisfied with the way you look but i think for me to get over to overcome that i try and think about what my goal is mm. to match with the the body shape so my goal isn't to be lean right now my goal is to be healthy and grow so that's the body shape i've got now so love that body because yeah. it serves a purpose for you yeah. and every body shape you have serves a purpose doesn't it so when you're lean and you're on stage outsiders looking in if you're in tesco people probably think bloody hell she's ill yeah people actually have said that to me yeah. mm. not being rude but are you ill or something yeah. And, yeah, be like, oh. yeah. and people have said that to me in the gym and things like that and again people don't realize that how that could affect your mental health cool. i had people in the gym say to me fucking hell what's happened or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and sometimes like people don't think and obviously i'm a female as well so it's like as a male saying to th that to me i'm thinking god mate you have no idea yeah. you have absolutely no idea i had to I had to pre-train that before. Absolutely. So yeah. when I, I, my, my thing is just turn everything into a joke and just laugh about it. Yeah. So when they said to me, oh, look at your face, I'll say, don't worry about your hoover. I'm not going to steal. I don't yeah. need 20p. I don't need a pound. Yeah. I'm all right. Mm. So I'm, I'm okay for crack cocaine this weekend. So yeah. I'm all right. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm good, thank you. Um, um, but like, um, I'll tell you what, who helped me the, uh, the most? My mom. Because when you, you obviously your, your mom knows you, sure, so yeah. when the first time when my mom saw my face kind of being gaunt and like sucked down, um, I could see a look on her face, and I said, "It's just," and I just said to her, "It's just for the competition." Yeah, when it's over. Me. Yeah. This is me. It's over, and she was like, "Okay, cool." And she never, when she see me, she just like, "You okay? I'm oh, cool." And that's it. Absolutely. Good. Good. So once I kind of got the okay from from now, it's like yeah. anybody anybody else who was the community, I'm like. Well, this it's, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think that's it. Because obviously no one had ever seen me that in that shape. No mm. one had ever seen me in that shape. So people would say, God, what's happened to your face? Or wow. these things. And it's hard to say, don't care what other people think. Because actually, I think we all do, to you an do. extent. To an extent, for sure. Um, yeah. People that are irrelevant to me, I'll just be like, oh, whatever. But people that you see in the gym day to day, you would like to think that's kind of an environment that, it's like your work colleagues, you see them every day. So yeah, people safe. in the gym, you see them every day. So for them to comment initially, it's like the shock. And sometimes mm. it's not their fault because they're just, I guess, checking on your well-being to an extent. But 
you do think, oh, sometimes you go home and think, oh, do I really look that bad? And then you start second guessing. So again, that all links back to your, your mental health yeah. and your well-being. And then again, as a woman going into the gym, after I've competed, you feel like you can't win because when you're competing, you're like, God, you look like shit. You look tired. Mm. Your face has gone. You've got a pancake now. Your glutes have gone, you know, yeah. all this type of stuff. But then when you put white back on, it's like, oh, God, you're putting white back on. Can't, yeah. <laughs> can't and I'm like, oh, my life, I can't win. So actually, you just have to shut out the noise yeah. and be like, look, I'm doing this for me. Yeah. This is my goal. This is what I want to achieve and what anybody else has to say about it. I think that's the difference within like that. And yes, mate, I think, you know, you have to be like that. I think it's the difference do, with, yeah. within within the gym environment. Um, there's, there's, tr there's people who train and there's people who compete. There are two separate, Absolutely. two separate things. And I guess you can't expect them to understand. No, either. you can't. And it's unfair to expect these people to yeah. understand because mm. they don't understand. So they might pass a comment and they don't mean it to be rude, but they just don't get it. Yeah. And that's it, isn't it? They just don't get it. Like people that have never competed, you can't understand what it's like to compete because you haven't done it. So you are right when there's two. Because if I saw you in the gym, you wouldn't say, oh, my God, look at your face. Because you know what that, why that's like that. Yep. Whereas my dad would look at me and think, what's going on here? Mm. And when I explained it to him, he didn't get it. He still didn't get it. He was like, I don't get why you're doing this. I don't get it, Jess. And then when I competed, I came off stage, came out the back, um, like outside. And my dad was crying. My dad was crying. Mm. And he was like, I get it. He was like, oh, I actually get it now. And I remember him saying that. And he obviously hugged me and stuff. And he was like, I get it. So all those times when I've seen you in the morning, you're taking your supplements and you're eating, you're eating your salad or yeah. you're going in the morning to do this cardio. He was like, I did not get it. And he was like, you look like shit. Mm. But to him, I look like shit because it's not a normal look for day-to-day -day life. Yeah. He knows what his daughter looks like. He knows Exactly. What... He was like, that. you're not, you're not just that I know yet. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, of course. But, he, but when I came off, and I'd achieved a result. He was like, you know what? I get it. Yeah. I'm not saying I like the look of it because I'll be honest, I don't. Yeah. But I have to rate you for what you've done, basically. And that's eventually what people in the gym started saying. Like now, people will say, I love how you look now, Jess. You actually look better now. And I'm thinking, eh? What are you on about? Mm, yeah. Like, you look great for day to day life now. Yeah. You look so healthy. You've got a nice shape. Da da da. da. You've got energy. You probably feel great. But I have to rate you for what you achieve because that was. You've That's achieved that work. for a goal. Mm. So, yeah, I think you have to see it from both both points, don't you? You've got to have some resilience, yeah. don't you? I think when sure. you're prepping, dieting, going to the gym, that's the easiest bit. Oh, definitely. It's the yeah. mental aspect Absolutely. of it all. Absolutely. What yeah. you have to deal with. Yeah. I, I, yeah. One of my, one of my like, lines to anyone, um, is when people, when, when you see you train in the gym or you look a certain way after yeah. you're prepping, I'll say, listen, this ain't the hard bit. I say this no. is a fun bit. Yeah, this yeah. is the this, bit I like. This, 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 this is the bit where you don't have to think about food. You don't have to think about certain levels of conversation. You don't have to think about like battling because every, everything seems everything outside the gym prep time seems like a battle. Everything, yeah. anything, sleep, what you eat, yeah. what you drink, relaxing, sitting down, general conversations, where you go, your um, kind of your social circle. Mm. Everything has to change, but when you're in the gym. You nothing, can, changes. You, nothing changes. Nothing you, changes. You can you can forget about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So hence why, like sometimes when people say to me at the time, 
I'll train for three hours and four hours. I'd have like so much pre-workouts. I'd be training. I'd do one of your ones. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'd, 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 be, I'd be training for like, like I'd, I'd watch two or three different sets of people come yeah, in and out. Yeah, literally, yeah. Afternoon and evening training. And I'm still here. Have you done that before as well? Yeah, sure. I still do. Yeah, obviously you know about this like you get in there and it's almost like i just don't want to get out there because it's much easier in here yeah it, it, was, it was so much easier for me to keep yeah. on lifting weight so i'd be in there for one hour two hour three hour and i've known I've, there's been times when i've been there for like say three and a half four hours mm -hmm. and like even like five or people like the can you still here i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah just yeah i'm just, just gonna do this first but, Paisley used to say that to me you're still here yeah, I yeah. am actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, still here. Yeah. No, that's wicked. That's wicked. Have you got another? Oh, I've got. A... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go let's on. go. Um, what do you feel about the industry? Pros and cons. Oh, oh that's a how good long question. do we have? Yeah. How long do we have? Come on, let's go. Let's go. Uh, pros and cons. Let's pros go. Cons let's go with the, the cons. Let's go with the fun ones. Let's go with the cons. cons. Or do I, you think, wanna... I think why is everyone an online coach? And I'm quite blunt yeah. in what I say. Mm. Um, but that's just me. Nah, but... do it. Why is everyone an online coach? Like, and you've got people now that are coming through zero training experience, zero physique. And I don't mean to discredit someone in that way, but what I mean is like, you have to have had the knowledge you wrote in your own self yeah. to preach it to others. So you have to mm. have achieved something yourself. Yeah. Um, even if that's a tiny goal, even if that was like a little, a little diet that you've done or a little strength training program you've done, you have to have walked the walk to talk the talk yeah Very so true. now it's like you've got 15 year old boys girls i'm an online coach okay for who 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 are you helping how mm. are you helping so i think that's one of the biggest cons and i think because social media is everything now isn't it pretty it much is, everything yeah. is social media so it's easy for someone to go on instagram see the likes of, of you say and be like yep yeah, i'm doing men's physique next week and they yeah. really do believe that can be done in, in mm. say, not a week, but they can think, yeah, in six months' time, I'm going to compete. Mm. And people people have trained for like 10 years and still not competed because they don't feel ready or yeah. that type of thing. So I think it's, I think those are the, are the main cons, really. Like everybody deciding to be an online coach, maybe because it's popular or maybe because it's seen as a easy, easy income stream, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Mm. And then the the perception that, everybody and anybody can compete which i mean anybody can do what they set their mind to but why do you want to compete like why are you competing are you doing it because you love it or are you doing it because you want a photo of yourself with your hair and your makeup done on stage in a tan and looking absolutely <laughs> shredded yeah yeah so i think they're they're the two for me that i think are the biggest cons with the industry now and it's so saturated it's like you've got this guy saying you know dumbbells only then you've got somebody saying oh you should only do you should only use um resistance bands or mm. you've got somebody saying oh do this on the cable and you've got so much conflicting information yeah. as a beginner what do you do then yeah and then you seem to have this new era of bodybuilding coming through and i don't know how i feel about that like all kind of like the new exercises that people might try and this new kind of style of bodybuilding i think if it worked for ronnie coleman i'm just going to follow that That's yeah, what yeah. I'm just thinking. <laughs> yeah even That's though what... even though now he's obviously paying a price for some of the ways he might have trained yeah. i just think old school in my head because i think if it works for them yeah. mm -hmm. it's got to work for me if it ain't basically if it's not broke don't fix it if it's not yeah. broke don't fix yeah. it yeah people have trained like bodybuilders for 
years and years. And if you look, I always look back to the old school, the way they train, absolutely savage, don't they? Yeah. It was pain. That time no, huh? they didn't have Google. What exercise should I do for my chest? <laughs> exactly. That's true. It's train they hard. just train yeah. hard. Yeah. And I think it's overcomplicated now yeah. what it is. And I think that's another one of the cons is bodybuilding is and has been made overcomplicated when it mm. isn't. It is literally train hard, sleep, eat. That's it. That's all it actually is. That's Whereas it. now it's like people focus on these little tiny things like, oh, what exercise should I do for my tricep? Or, oh, should I have cream of rice or oats? Like, it does not matter. No. no. Just try and eat sleep. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And I think that's the problem yeah. with the social media around bodybuilding and fitness and the whole industry is it's oversaturated, yeah. isn't I've, it? I, I think that everyone's always looking to reinvent the wheel. Oh yeah. When the wheel is the wheel yeah. is already round, it's already the it's wheel's just, already in ra- existence. It's, it's already yeah. existing. It's been ticking yeah. over for God knows how long. And like, they they it's almost like someone's like, well, let's make it a little bit more round. You can't get them more more round in a circle. I think I think mm. people try and make it more, as you said, to capture a different trying to stand out. Yeah, to try and then develop a business. Yeah, yeah. but actually just stick to the basic stuff. Like the, I don't know if you've seen um the big encyclopedia of bodybuilding um, i've heard of it but it's I literally seen. like this big yeah and i read through it not now but i have read through it oh wow and it's just got the basic stuff barbell rows dumbbell rows bicep curls yeah dumbbell shoulder press and now you've got somebody doing a shoulder press with six resistance bands you know, <laughs> um, six resistance bands sat on a foam roller yeah. doing some crazy one arm two arm or whatever it yeah. is and i'm like if it worked for as I said, if it worked for Ronnie Coleman, yeah, it's got to work for sixteen-year-old James who's starting out his bodybuilding yeah. journey, isn't it? Yeah. So I think. No offense to anybody called James yeah, out there. Sorry. But... <laughs> Any James, I was naming it. Yeah, you. But you, you, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm so yeah, like it's, it's refreshing to hear that because like I, I see a lot of like people doing certain oh, type of exercise yeah. and whatever, and I'm like this. I'm not going to say nothing about it. Obviously, you've seen something, yeah. so I'll, I'll leave you to it. The only time I may jump in, if I see someone about to hurt themselves or doing something a little bit, that, I'll, yeah. I will I will say something. Yeah. But like, there is so many different variations of things. When I'm seeing, like you said, I totally forgot about that. When I'm seeing people strapping up loads of like different resistance bands to weights with a foam roller, and something behind there and behind the neck and doing it in, in this. <laughs> Do this, it upside down. I'm like, is it a dance move or is it like, are you lifting a weight? Which part of the body is actually working? Because I know this works arms and back, this works shoulders, yeah. that works legs, hamstrings, yeah. calves. That's, that's that's what it is. And I think that has to be the biggest con of the industry is that, and it all comes down to social media again. Like if you see a girl that's got, really big glutes and all she does is use a resistance band young females are going to look at that and think i need to do that but actually yeah. what they don't realize is she's had surgery for a bum to look that way mm. yeah and it's like false uh advertisement isn't it Very true. but yeah i think it i think it's hard now because there's this new era of people doing certain things and it's like whose place is it to actually say well i would never go up to somebody in the gym and say mate don't bother even though i'd love to i would love yeah. to go up to somebody in the gym and be like mate please just take those 12 resistance bands off and just do some dumbbells. Yeah. But it's not your place, is it? Unless they're going to injure themselves and you might have a word. Can you debunk something for me for as, as a female? I was, <laughs> <laughs> right. No, have you seen this, this have you seen this, the assisted um, um, press where you put, you, you kneel on it? 
Okay, oh, exactly what you're gonna say. Yeah, you mean on it. Or, 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 yeah, 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 exactly yeah, yeah, what you're yeah. gonna say. You're okay. gonna say, girls, what does that do, Jess? Oh, yeah, oh, they want you to be exclusive. In my opinion, I think it does pull. That's what I think. Okay. But it's hamstrings, though, isn't it? Meant to be. Yeah, because obviously, you're pushing down. Ultimately, it's gonna work your leg, right? Yeah. Why don't you just go and do an RDL? Why don't you go and do a split squat? Why don't you go and do a barbell squat? Yeah. Why don't you go and do a seated curl? Yeah. Just go and do something normal. They've seen that somewhere. That's what well, it is. Isn't you've it? seen you it on Instagram say. with a girl who's probably had Surgery. a Brazilian bum lift and thought, mm, you know what, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Or, you know, that they've had, I don't know, whatever surgery it is that makes your waist smaller or whatever. Yeah, I know Surg what you mean, Whatever no. surgeries there yeah. are, people think that they've achieved that through gym mm -hmm. when they might not necessarily have. So I think... Yeah, you've just got to keep it basic, haven't you? I think I think people have, should have a responsibility when they're following to to give real content and not sure, that kind of yeah. stuff. I think it's um, you know with all TikTok and everything now with the big followings you can have, and if you get uh, good streaming yeah. uh, on there, yeah, um, and they're just doing it for money, financial yeah. gain, and I think they do there's, need to have a responsibility. There's no yeah. way of um, what's the Something. word? Yes, that right? that's the word yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, there's no way of kind of filtering. The shit, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. so you can much. Post whatever you want. Yeah. If I decide to post some bullshit today, I can, and there's nobody that's going to delete my video for that. Yeah. So nobody can monitor what's uploaded, and that's the problem because I could upload a video today saying I think barbell squats are the best exercise to grow your legs, and then the next person could put I think hack squats the best. True. People forget that everyone's body composition is very, very different, and yeah. one of the one of the um, things I, I've always said. You could have had an accident, or I could have had an accident when I was 10 years old, and it could have been something which kind of broke my arm or my arm set in a different way. So if you're saying to me the best way to hold it is like this, and I'm saying, well, I can't hold it like that because my, the, my bone is set yeah. this way. So when I do it, it puts pain into there, so it doesn't really work out for me, or just like your, your general makeup. <clears throat> so it's, it's an individual it's, approach. It's, One size it doesn't, doesn't fit, fit all. all. It doesn't yeah. fit all. And I think... I might do an exercise that really works for my hamstrings <coughs> that you may do and think, I do not feel that in my hamstrings at all. So you just wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. So I think you people people might not realise that as well. Just because you see you've, a famous person on Instagram doing that exercise doesn't mean <coughs> that's going to be the right thing for you. And that's when we have to rely on the coaches in the industry to filter that. Yeah. But again, it comes back to when you've got coaches that are, when you've got such a variety of coaches, it's like, what's right, what's wrong, mm. what do I do, who do I go to? So it can be confusing, actually, for young people coming up, the, not even just bodybuilding, but fitness and health. For sure. It, it, yeah. I think it can be confusing for people. And it's a shame, really, because fitness, health and exercise isn't confusing. It shouldn't it be. It shouldn't be confusing. It shouldn't no. be. It should be do what feels good. Forget bodybuilding. Just do what feels good. If I don't enjoy running, I ain't going to go um, running. Yeah. So yeah. don't do it. Go for a walk, do what you enjoy, isn't it? So definitely, and there's so many. Um, uh, obviously, you're not face to face as much now, but what, no, yeah. with, with with face to faces, there are coaches that give every single client the same type yes. of program. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. the same food plan. Yeah, like barbell work with someone who doesn't want to do barbell work, but they just go, you know, they just because it's that that they enjoy yeah. it. The coach it comes enjoys back it. To the goal, doesn't it? It, it, it? Comes back to yeah. 
again, we're not talking about people that compete now. We're just talking about the general population. And mm. nine times out of ten, the general population either want to lose weight or get or not gain weight in that way, but get muscly or yes. put on size. Yeah. yeah. So everybody's going to have a different goal. So if I want to lose weight and the next person wants to gain weight, why are you on the same food plan? Why are you on the same exercise plan? Yeah. Doesn't make sense, but. It's an easy way to, for someone to make money for less time, isn't it? If yeah. I've got a standard plan that I'm I'm selling to somebody, it's easy for me to duplicate that across ten clients, than then then spend two, three, four hours devising ten separate plans, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, very true. So that's why people do it, I yeah. would say, because yeah, it's easy. No, pretty pretty much right. Yeah, and yeah. you can save time, and you still yeah. make the same money. And the other thing as well, because like, people don't talk. Obviously, it, it's a um, client confidentiality thing. Mm -hmm. So if you've got like twenty clients, or and like none of them know each other, you all give them all. The, all they're never gonna know. They're, 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 they're never gonna know. But like I remember, like I was giving something once, and then like I, I, I kind of looked at it and I showed someone. I was like, "Well, John, that is very generic. That is that is like the most generic kind of like mm -hmm. plan for you to for anyone to use. I'm sure there's pop. I'm sure I know somebody else who used that one as well. Yeah. I'm sure they know someone else who used mm -hmm. the same thing as yeah. well. Um, but like ultimately, it's like just to take take like weight away it's just calorie deficits as well as well Basically, know. Yeah. um so but like if you it's, a lot of time it's just like the way they word things or they trying to put it up it's all the same yeah it is it's, it's all, all the same. same yeah we haven't even touched on the prom the pros yeah we haven't have we? No, no. i was going to mention something jesus um in terms of pros mm -hmm. what would you say what skills did you acquire in, in your prep uh, a lot transferable skills a lot. yeah i think mm, the key question, one yeah. is I was consistent anyway, or or disciplined one or the other, but they kind of come hand in hand, don't they? That teaches you discipline that that life can't. Well, I guess it can in a different way, but it teaches you discipline that you can transfer around other elements of your life. Because in with that prep, you cannot deviate from plan. You cannot. You just cannot. So if you're then working towards a financial goal, maybe you want to buy a new car and you need twenty grand. You're going to be disciplined with i need to save 200 pound a month for x amount of time and it and you can transfer that that discipline across yeah, can't you 100%. um and i just think mental strength because yeah. it doesn't matter what happens to you um you have to get up the next day and do your cardio yeah you yeah. have to five four in the morning is it sort of yeah. stupid. never me it's all it's got to be about seven for me yeah. um but never that time but essentially if something was to happen you have to get up and do it the next day and that's life isn't it though yeah, that's not just prep that's life if life. if something knocks you down you can't you stay down you have to get back up don't you yeah. so i think that that was what prep taught me in a in a big in a big way really because if anything that happened to me during prep the next day i had to get up train eat my meals mm -hmm. you know do whatever i had to do so i think they're the, the main ones for me really yeah and then also just saying that you meet like-minded good people on the in that's this one of the best yeah. things yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the, the ones that you connect with yeah yeah what we're doing now you absolutely know. that's one of yeah. the pros though isn't it the, of, the, of the industry that actually it's actually a really good industry. It's very positive, and yeah, ve yeah. people are very like-minded. Like, I might not know somebody in the gym, but within three weeks of saying "Hello, you okay?" Actually, they become part of your not necessarily your circle, but your environment. And you're so like-minded because you're in the gym ultimately for the same reason. It might yeah. not be that they want to compete, but you've got that linear goal with these people. So yes. I think me, I've met some of my closest friends through bodybuilding. 
because you are so similar. Yeah. And even though you might not see eye to eye sometimes because you are um, so similar, meeting people and networking and being around people is one of the big big pluses yeah. to it, I think. That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Do not have, even connected with people that don't have English as the first language. Really? But because we're on the same uh, yeah. 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 environment. You can, yeah, you can be it. abroad, yeah. Yeah. so you met some crazy. Yeah. 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 I was going to say to you, um, you mentioned earlier about goals. And you said mm. one of the things when you said about your mental health, you said, mm. when I came out of competing, I had to shift my goal. Because yeah. if I didn't shift my goal, then I would stay mm. in that place. Sure. What What is your current right now as we speak? What is your focus and goal yeah, right now? Sure. Well, for me, after I competed once, I knew I had to do it again because that's just me. Yeah. So I knew I'm going to have to give this another go to do better. Um, so my goal essentially was I came third at the British finals um, in my first season. So ultimately, I want to beat that. So yeah. Yeah. I guess competing, like, I think you'd be lying if you said you didn't want to win, right? Like, it's, it's very easy to say. It's very easy to say. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. very easy to say, oh, I'm just doing it because I enjoy it. I do, but I'm also doing it to do well. Yeah. So that was my goal, really, in my head initially. And my coach said, yeah, let's go for it then. Let's take some time off, come back, beat your old you and do it again. So that's my goal, really, just to beat my, the old me. Yeah. Um, That is the goal, really, to be bigger. I love that. Yeah, bigger, than, bigger than what I was maybe get leaner than I was, um, maybe learn, take the skills that I learned from prep one into my next prep. Um, but the goal now is just to put on some size, get bigger, get stronger, again, make sure my health is in a really good spot. So one of the big priorities for me, and it is a goal actually to get my health 100% back because you don't realise how your health does deteriorate in that Very state. Much. So make sure my blood work's done and I won't compete again until my health is there. Mm -hmm. I don't care if that takes two years or three years. That's a great My race. goal is my health has to be there. Because if you haven't got health, you haven't got anything, have you? Mm, exactly. So that's my goal and just to grow, improve. And then ultimately, I think I'll probably start prep again in January next year and go for like an earlier earlier season. Because I did the later part of the season last time. So I did like, you know, your September, kind of October shows where I'd, I'd like to do something mm -hmm. a little bit earlier and experience that. So in a nutshell, that's, that's what it. Did. Yeah. That's I love I love this Jess because we've been talking like everything that like I've kind of got written down you've, you've got to it straight away so I'm like <laughs> just, just, yeah, yeah, just, 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 yeah just you know, save me a, save me a, save me a lot on here but, but I, I, what, that's what I was going to ask you like when you're going to compete again but yeah. like obviously I mean I think I I don't care about being a pro really I don't actually care about mm. being a pro that's not why I compete my goal isn't I want to be a pro I do it because I want to better myself every time yes um so for me to compete again, it doesn't actually matter when I go again, because mm. um, there's no rush, there's no time scale, there's no time scale, and I'm still young, so I've got yeah. years ahead of me to potentially do it. But I'd, as I said, I'd like to compete again in in January, and at least then I've had kind of I finished competing in October last year, mm -hmm. so it'll have basically been a whole twelve months off. Yeah, and I think you need that though, don't you? Yes, yeah. yeah. I think. Again, from a female point of view, I can't understand how women um, prep back to back. back, to back. Mm -hmm. They do it, and I think, God, fair play to you. But for me, I just don't think I could do it because mm -hmm. my body is not in the, my body is not my body is not healthy at that point. So, a goal for me was to you've got to get your health back. Yeah, and I um, said, so, uh, anybody listening to this, I like, need to understand that. Even even myself, I only <clears throat> I only do like 
maximum to two to three shows a year and then that, that'd be it, That's it done. um yeah. someone gave i say like obviously you know someone gave me some good advice like some years ago um his name's dave from the gym he said to me he said uh, john don't be a trophy collector just go for what you really want go yeah. for the main things that you really yeah. what something which really means to, uh, to you because <clears throat> like obviously competitions are going to be there every other month yeah. and yeah. if you've got like um someone if you especially if you're like working with a coach who just wants you to keep on doing stuff yeah. so it kind of reflects on them you have to what you just said first your health comes first because if your health yeah. is deteriorating your coach is out of the job well it's not a job you'll just go on to the and next person if your health deteriorates <clears throat> you can't compete no nope. you can't compete and i think people take that for granted because if your if your health isn't there in the first place how are you going to withstand a 20-week prep yeah you're not you're not going to be able no. to do it and ultimately you're going to make your health worse and like for people that are listening that don't compete or haven't competed and keep hearing us say that it's unhealthy people might look at the lean bodies on stage and think wow they must be really really healthy and yeah that is the opposite of health yeah no, <laughs> especially, especially at that time that moment at yes. that moment in time most people uh, who are on stage are not in the best place no they're no, in the best no. place visually but they're not in it's the only visual isn't yeah. it? it's only visual mm. and actually like you are in the most unhealthiest body that you could be in because we're supposed to have body fat yeah especially women um we carry more body fat than men anyway right mm. but as women you have to have body fat to function as a female if you want mm. children if you, you you want a monthly cycle that's going to be regular you know you have to have that so you are really not in a healthy spot so i think and even people that consider competing for the first time that might listen to this like you need to actually really understand that mm. you're taking yourself to an unhealthy place and are you prepared to do that basically wow is it worth the goal for me it was for me taking myself to that spot to achieve what i achieved was worth it if you don't think it is then don't do it yeah. basically yeah. yeah um i've got a quicker go on, no, yeah, can i go um we've heard about jess in the in the fitness world yeah. i want we want to know about and the listeners want to know about the jess outside of that yeah, so sure. What do you do for work? What yeah. do you do? You have partner, family. Do you have yeah. uh, other hobbies yeah. around? How close are you are with your parents? Well, the kind of stuff that you yeah, mentioned. Sure. Uh, so I, you, got... um, you said something then. I forgot what you said. Tell me. Again. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you said something then that was that led my thought. And I yeah, yeah. So um, it's basically the the Jess outside of the oh, fitness sure. world. So yeah. um, family could be uh, kids, uh, partner yeah. could be hobbies. Yeah. Um, any anything around that but also um what is it that just gets you going daily outside of fitness yeah, and and sure. what do you and i'll follow a question another question yeah after cool that. well outside of gy um gym fitness obviously i i do actually do like a nine to five normal job yeah and i do like community development stuff so i work with i work within like deprived communities basically that lack the tools they need to be physically active so actually it does relate back to fitness again wow. so yeah. even though it's my job is actually fitness so it's not actually me outside of fitness but it is because that's my job basically yeah, yeah. so i work with deprived in deprived areas and just giving helping support community groups organizations to facilitate physical activity opportunities just because i can afford a 20 pound gym membership some people can't mm. and it opens my eyes actually to barriers that people face um that aren't into the that can't do what we do for financial barriers or childcare, whatever the barriers are. So it might actually be supporting somebody 
with the nearest clothes bank so they can go and get some clothes just to go for a walk or yeah. go for a run. So that's my job. And it's actually really nice it's to amazing. see the opposite side. So I do that. And I also teach children how to swim. So that's oh, the thing I do as well. Yeah, I really enjoy that. I've done that since I've been like 15. Yeah. So nearly 10 years now. Um, so I do that as well. And obviously all my PT and online coaching stuff. So that's yeah. me kind of there. Hobbies, I'll be honest, I don't really... Gym is my hobby. Yeah. Gym is my hobby. Um, but I love my food. Yeah. yeah, I love my food. Like that's my hobby, actually. Yeah. Eating, eating, I'll be honest, eating good. anything, that's eating. Uh, that's my that's my hobby. Really, yeah. I like going out for good food, and especially now you're in the off season, right? You can do that a little bit more. So yeah. I enjoy that. And in terms of family and stuff, it's just me. I have no kids, no mm. partner. It's peaceful like that, though. Yeah, it's peaceful, <laughs> it's peaceful like that. It sure is. And I think for that as well, like you only want someone that's going to benefit you benefit you and add value to your life yeah, and i think something that i've learned like is if you can't be happy on your own you cannot be happy with someone mm. so i think it's important to spend that time on your own and develop your own self so then when you meet someone you're not relying on them for your happiness they're yes. just adding yes. to your yes. happiness Definitely. so i'd rather i know i'd rather be by myself than be with someone that can bring you down so I think until that day comes, I'm just happy in my own little bubble. Very content. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm content as I am, really. So I think if I meet someone, it's got to be, yeah, adding value to me. And you can challenge me as well because you want someone that's going to bring you up, not just not just keep you where you are. You want someone that's going to add impact to your life, really. Those dumbbells, um, don't, yeah. those dumbbells don't argue back, do they? <laughs> they don't, yeah, they don't, they don't speak back. <laughs> the barbell, the barbell, yeah. yeah. throw yeah. them down and they won't yeah. say anything. Yeah. Right. And ultimately, <laughs> when you're on prep, right, you don't want someone in your corner that's going to be dragging you back. Yeah, someone doesn't get it. For yeah. me, I did, when I was on prep, I was kind of isolated. I, I chose to actually isolate myself, actually, saying that. But yeah, outside of bodybuilding, there's not much outside of bodybuilding because that's, that's, yeah, no, that's, that's my stuff. But before I started bodybuilding, I used to do martial arts for Great Britain. Oh, so that's, really? Yeah, so that's kind of how I, I got into fitness. And that's how I've got this discipline. Because when you do a martial art, it's all about that discipline. And yeah. I used to have to like get up before school, do what I needed to do, go to school, train. My mum used to drop me at training for like three, four hours. I'd train, eat, go back to, back wow. to sleep. And when I was younger, I missed out on... Once I missed out, but I used to choose that over. I'm not going to this party. I'm not going out on this social event. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that because I'm training. Mm. And I lost a lot of people when I was younger for that because yeah. I couldn't understand why I didn't want to go and do that. Um, but that sport was really important to me and I did it for, for nearly 10, 11 years. So that wow. was a, a big part of my life. So that's kind of the, the background of how I got into, into this as well. So I guess that was a big hobby as well. Yeah, because uh, yeah. when you speak, you sound like you've got really like you're you're older than your age. Yeah, like an old soul. Yeah, they would sure. say, yeah. you know, like you've yeah. got you've been you've been through like you've been very disciplined, mm -hmm. and this is probably yeah. what you've transitioned from that martial arts stage is coming into into exactly what you're doing that. now. Yeah, um, but it's good. I mean, naturally, women mature quicker than men anyway. Don't they? Mm, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, don't they? So, but like I <laughs> say, it's uh, it's it seems like you've um i mean your transition and what you're doing yeah. right now is is inspiring um but like you say you work with women yeah. specifically so yeah, yeah, yeah. but i'm like i say it transitions over to men as well yeah uh, what you're doing in your focus and some of the things you've said today all of the things you said today mm. have been really inspiring mm. uh, and i'm sure really knowledgeable for people to yeah. understand the industry because Definitely i've, I've learned female point of view, i've learned yeah for sure yeah and i've learned about this 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if, I see, if I see you doing that, yeah. But actually, if we do see anyone do that in the gym, we're not hating. Yeah, not yeah hating. that's true. That's true. So I'll just give you a nod, Jess. I'll just go. Yeah, look over there, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm like that's your we'll turn. Yeah, yeah. Just give him some advice. Yeah, that's it. Now this will be better for you. excellent. Yeah. Well, Jess, it's been absolutely amazing thank having you. you on and thank you being um obviously we, we all we all get like a guest each obviously sure. like obviously you've chosen yeah. my guest that um baz has chosen chosen and then next week Amit. but like it's been um very insightful because i've learned like things about you which i never knew yeah and as i it. said before yeah. sometimes when we're in the gym and when we when we train we only know someone from Obviously, oh, they're good at squats, or they're good at legs, or they yeah. do this, that, the yeah. other. But we know nothing else. I think it's important to acknowledge that as well, though, because you never actually know what someone goes through and where they've come from. Exactly. So that. I might say hello to you in the gym and actually chat to you for a while, but mm. you don't actually know the person behind closed doors, do you? So, no. so it's important to then just remember that. I always think that in the gym. If I see somebody in the gym, I always am conscious that I don't actually know what they've been through. Not just today, but in life. So mm. you just let them do the thing, don't yes, you? You just let them do your thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. No, thank you very much. Thanks, then, Jess. Yes. And okay. Thank you. I really we'll enjoyed it. So it's been good. Yeah, it's been great having you on. Thank you. For Excellent. sure. And uh, yeah, so to all our listeners, it's going to be available on all uh, st- uh, podcast streams and visually on YouTube as well. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, also, one last thing, Jess, is there any anything that you want to plug? Uh, any of like, yes. your, your your web, your obviously your website, your yeah. your social media, or or, or any of like your sponsors or anything? Yeah, like that sure. I just do everything through uh, my Instagram, which is you've already put it on my Instagram. Yeah, there, we'll pop, we'll get yeah, it up on the info. Uh, my Instagram's well. up there, and um, you'll find everything on my Instagram. Really, I'd run everything through there. So if you want to just look at that, then you can. Yeah. Okay. Super. Perfect. Perfect. Excellent. Thanks. Thanks again, Jess. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks, listeners. And we'll see you for episode four.